Right. So here we go. Question four. It is only a lecture. Lecture, lecture, lecture. It is nothing else. All right. And so you're going to be listening. And to be honest with you, the opening introduction for you in terms of what you write is actually quite easy because it's just going to be a summary of something that you see here. Now, Astrid and Soleil, on your test, are you able to see this? Using point. Explain internal, external locus of control. Are you able to see that? I don't remember. Okay. No. Right, they, remember, they just give you the, the title of what they're going to talk, but okay. nothing else. All right. So basically, Anneli, what you got to do, you have to just summarize it very briefly. However, in tip number one, do not fucking speak about Ramble. What is Ramble? Okay. Well, the female, okay? <laughs> the female <laughs> normally speaks 30 seconds about a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Normally in speaking question four, we have explained the two explanations, two advantages, two disadvantages, two this, two reasons, two. We're listening for the two, 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 two. All okay. the fuck and this and that and this and that. We don't give a fuck. We don't care about any of that. That is okay. called the ramble. All right. We got to make sure to separate bullshit from content. Okay. All right. Got to be able to separate bullshit from content. So with that being said, what we're going to do here, <laughs> introduction will look something like this. The, le the, the, the lecturer speaks or spoke. Oh, it just depends. The lecture, oh, or you could say oh, the talk. Nah, I, okay, the lecturer. The lecturer, hurry up, explains internal and external lotus of control by giving two examples. It could be that, or it could be the lecturer explains internal and external lotus of control, which is. But with that, which is, you're going to have to listen very intently for all the information that she says before, and it might confuse the hell out of you. All right. Now, normally internal and external locus, uh, you know, this locus of control, this is more of a psychology slash sociology thing. This should be in question three. Question four is primarily about science and fucking birds and birds eyes and people's butts and tails and crazy shit. All right. But in this mm -hmm. case, you know, <laughs> Adele's like, yeah, yeah, culo, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there you go. So with that being said, you just got to create it. So what we're going to do, we're going to do our first note taking. We're going to see what we got. I'm going to be able to show you what bullshit looks like. And then I'm going to be able to show you the other stuff. And then if we're good to go, Astra, it's a lay. Y'all can be getting the ass kicking session. Ass, ass, ass. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, boy, I got that energy. I got that Puerto Rican energy. Okay, don't play with me. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I want that coffee. <laughs> I didn't even start drinking it yet. That's how crazy it is. Um, so anyways, no, I actually had a very healthy drink. Okay, so here we go. Let's do this. Let's all take notes. All right. Si se motherfucking puede. Three, two, and one. Now listen to part of a talk in a psychology class. Okay, ever thought about the things that happen to you and what's responsible for them? We psychologists have a term, locus of control. Locus of control refers to um, where people think control over their lives comes from, whether it comes from themselves or from somewhere else. 
People who think that control is in themselves are internals, and people who think it comes from somewhere else are externals. Let's say there are two people going for job interviews. One of them is an internal. She has an internal locus of control. Since she thinks that control comes from within herself, she'll believe that her success and her preparation are really her responsibility. So she's likely to really work on her interview skills ahead of time. Then, if she gets the job, she'll believe that it's because she's worked so hard. And if she doesn't get it, well, she'll probably be disappointed with herself and、uh, try to figure out how she can improve for the next time. Okay. And another job candidate is an external. He perceives other things, say his interviewers, to have more influence. After all, it's their decision. It depends on what mood they're in, and you know, luck. Now, with his external locus of control, he's not as hard on himself, so he's more likely to take risks. He might interview for a job that he's not completely qualified for, and if he gets it. He'll think he's really lucky, and because he believes external forces are in control, he might think it's because the interviewers were having a good day. And if he doesn't get it, he'll probably blame the interviewers or bad luck, rather than look at himself and try to figure out what he could have done better. Ooh, wait! What do y'all think? Tell me, Astrid, was that easy? No, it's a fucking like, mother. Like, what? No, madre. What? What is that? I heard madre. I don't know. Well, it wasn't. For example, if I didn't see locus right here, I didn't、yep. know how to pronounce it. What? Like a term that I didn't know what it means. Okay, so drop it and say internal control and external control. Okay. All right. Just in case, there's always an adaptation that you can actually do. That's that's、right. what um. That's actually, you know, what we're aiming for, right? And so that internal, just be like, okay, if I don't understand it, use demonstrative pronouns. This, that. The first reason she gave was the external way of looking at things. Ooh. The second way she gave was the well, vice versa. The first way was internal. Was for internal. That's right. And then the second in,、uh, external. So we don't have to say locus, locus, locus. And if you try saying locus and you say. You know, I had some students that, that you know, anytime they say focus, they said fuckus. So I'm like, no, 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 don't say fuckus. Okay, they're gonna think that you're cussing them out, and they're gonna give you a very low score. Okay, so be very careful with that. Okay, please, please. <laughs> okay, so there you go. With that being said, now let's first focus on the introduction. I wrote down the lecture explains internal and external locus. Did I say locus? I said lotus, lotus or locus. I thought a locust was a bug. Oh well, I thought a locust was a bug. You know, ugly ass locusts and stuff. Okay, whatever. All right.、Um, locus of control by giving two examples. That was my thing. Now, can I add in this sentence? Sure, I can add it in if I'd like. Refers to where people think control comes from, either in themselves or externally. So, if I wanted to expand just slightly, based on the notes I had on the introduction, I could say the lecture explains what internal and external locus of control is, and this specifically refers to where people think control comes from, rather than you know, rather themselves or externally, by giving two examples. 
you might mix up your grammar. It might be a little difficult. Me doing it, okay, mm-hmm. I can make it a relative clause or in a positive. But to be honest with you, if we don't, you know, if we don't do it, um, or if we don't do that, or if our grammar isn't that, uh, then we're going to fall into a trap. So ladies, to sum that up, simple sentence, highlight it. No, it's not. I'm going to highlight it in green. This is all on the document. I'm going to share it with you, obviously, after. Okay. And so with the highlighted green portion, that's a simple way of doing it. If you want to put a little bit more, look at what I took down for the yellow. Now, I'll stop there. Tell me what your introductions look like. What notes did you take before she started talking about the job interviews? Astrid, you first. I put that locus is the control where is the psychological where the control is coming from. Internal, it depends su- success is on you. External, coming from from others. That's what okay. I put that's what you said. That that's what you had written down before she started talking about job interviews. Correct. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. give me an example how you would formulate your introduction. Okay. Let me see. Well, the lo- the lecture explained what psychology refers as a locus, given to examples. Oh, no, but I will say, I wouldn't say like even to examples, I will say, um, how was it? Just a second. The lecture explained what psychologists call uh, locus. Going more specific, she mentioned like internal locus is when people think that their success is their responsibility and external is when they're mentioned like their success or their failures are coming because uh the others decisions these kind of people are no hard on her on their self and if they uh, get uh, uh, what uh, they wait, wait, wait. you're going too specific are we still on the introduction okay no yeah I was okay just oh okay 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 you're just saying your notes and everything okay all right, okay. all right. But that was good. That was good. So what I wrote down here, I wrote down the which lecture explains is. about okay, what psychologists call internal and external locus of control, which is when, uh, which is where they explain where where the control come from. Where for everyone. Where control of people's lives come from fuck it okay whatever you guys understand though we're just gonna have to try to put it into that adjective clause it's a little confusing i don't even want to overdo it but i'm giving you an idea it was a little bit more complicated in terms of what astrid had said but nonetheless if she's able to do it do it you know what i mean all right anelli how are you? <laughs> you're looking a little bit scary. You're, you, you know, you're looking a little bit Yes, like because I'm, I'm bad. I'm very bad taking notes. That's my, my main concern about it. What did you write um, down for introduction? I read a lot of, lot of stuff that I can't even understand myself what I wrote. <laughs> and I have damn. to practice. I have to practice that, that okay. part. Um, but uh, basically, I wrote about... Uh, the, the 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 lecture was mentioning about the situation that is under control that is internal 
when when it's about yourself and the other and the in comparison to the external that is about depends from other people all right good good that's a good opening introduction you ain't got to overcomplicate it you did very well that's good enough okay we're going to talk about the body coming up Soleil, how about you um my introduction is the lecture talk about locus, which is a which is explained by two examples, internal and external control. Okay, all right, fantastic. And so then I, like I want you to just uh, what I want you to do. If you look at this red right here, I wrote down two people going for job interviews. How would you transition from that opening introduction into the body? By what I said here, I don't know what you wrote, but tell me your transition. That's what I want to know. Cool. My transition were, uh, I will say, yeah, the lecture talk about locus, which is, which is explained by two examples, internal and external. And I will say, to illustrate, or to, to cite an example, to Ooh. illustrate or to cite an example, uh, internal control is a person who believes that the responsibility is by, is by the person, not by, other, not by external factors. Uh, a good example of this is, is the person who goes to get a job. Okay, that is the first part, Soleil. That job is the first part. I was hoping that you had said to cite an example to illustrate. She considers two people going for job interviews. That's your introduction oh, okay. going into the body. And then you say everything because it felt like you were going from bottom to top, not top. To okay, bottom. jump, jump directly. Okay. Don't jump. Don't jump. Oh, exactly. Future, not jump. You're exactly. Gonna exactly. Your, you're gonna confuse yeah. the hell out of yourself. Okay. Okay, okay. Good, good. That's what I wanted to show you. Okay, Astrid, you looking all right? Okay, so how do I need to say it, the things? Okay, yeah. so I should go like saying everything, like the introduction and then how I will link it. How are you going to link the intro with the first part of that body? See, I wrote this okay. down just to give you a really so good So if idea. I say the lecturer explained, what was it? Internal and external locus of control by giving two examples. Yes. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that. The uh -oh. lecture is playing about what psychologists call internal and external locus, which, which is uh, where the control of people come from. Okay. Uh, the professor actually gave an example of people looking for jobs or going to other interviews, job interviews. And internal uh, locus, internal person will think like this their success is their responsibility and if they get the work in this interview is because of their all of the hard work that they put it on it and if not they probably gonna feel uh disappointed and they will look for more ways to get better on the other hand the external will be those people who doesn't think uh the con the con who think that the controls come from others' decisions. They don't, they are not hard on themselves 
And if they, for example, they will be in this same interview, if they get the, the job, they will think that it is because of luck. And if they don't, it will be because it's bad luck or responsibility of the interviewers. Kind of. Need I say more? Need we say more? That's it right there, people. Okay. That's it. Now, obviously, after was taking her time, but she linked everything together. Let's just do what she does. All of you are capable of this already. That was phenomenal. I just okay. want to sum up the whole note taken. I'm just a little bit afraid. Now, Soleil, she has some structural issues. I hurry up and cleaned it up. Astrid, she does the upside down pyramid, a perfect way of doing it. Astrid just needs to keep that internal clock at 40 seconds, go into external. However, I wrote down more external than internal. So I might spend 25 seconds on the second part. And oh, just that's about something that we seconds. should know after we took the, the, I mean, as soon as we saw how much we write on something, we write the just, line, separate the different things and say, how much time am I going to spend on this? Yeah, that's kind of like what me. I did in my notes. I always have like a one side and another side because I know they're going to kind of have and, two different examples. And so you most see on that left side, it's longer. Right. <laughs> and you see on the left side of that, it's much longer. You are exactly. Does that make sense? Anel? you got any questions? Prepare my time. I mean, prepare. Yes to expend more time. <clears throat> right, right. Okay. okay. I'm loving it. Okay, there it is. So welcome to hell, ladies. All right, welcome to hell. We're going to be going into another one right here, right now. Okay, no, we're not even going to sum this up. We're going to start executing very quickly. Now that Anneli has a very good rundown of this, Let's do some note taking and then everyone's going to start executing on all of those beautiful questions. And with time or no time? Oh, time. Oh, hell yeah. You know, I love time. <laughs> okay. All right. Two ways of weathering. Okay. Weathering? Yeah. Weather? Know. No. Uh. Of weather? Now, weathering, weather is a noun. Weathering is some kind of action. It's, I think, breaking down something. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Soleil, you okay? Yeah. Okay, good. All right. All right. So let's get ready. Two minutes. Let's take some notes. Let's kick some asses. And let's go. Tres, dos, uno. Listen to part of a lecture in a geology class. All right, you're going to start anytime soon? Rocks near the Earth's surface are directly exposed to elements in the environment, such as air and water, and also to conditions such as temperature change, as well as to living organisms. And this exposure to the environment can actually cause even huge rocks to break into smaller pieces. This process is called weathering. Uh, let's talk about a couple of ways weathering occurs. First of all, rocks are often exposed to water. In cold, wet environments, rocks can break due to water freezing inside of them. How does this happen? Well, as I'm sure you know, when water freezes, it expands. And over time, this can lead to weathering. Um, imagine a rock with a small opening or crack in it. Uh, it rains, and water gets into the crack and stays there. Then, at night, the temperature drops, and the water inside the crack freezes. 
This growing, expanding ice pushes outward on either side of the crack, causing it to get slightly bigger. When this happens again and again, the crack becomes larger, and eventually pieces of the rock break off. Okay, weathering can also be caused by plants, by plant growth. If a plant seed gets blown into the crack of a rock, it may take root, and its roots will grow down into the rock. The plant's roots can cause the rock to break down, a fracture. You may have seen this with large trees growing on top of a rock, a great example of this. Usually there's enough dirt in the crack of a rock or on top of a rock to allow a tree to start growing there. As the tree grows over the years, the tree's roots extend downward into the cracks and crevices of the rock in search of water and nutrients. Over time, the roots get bigger and grow deeper, widening and enlarging the cracks, causing the rock to break apart. That was just so much information, seriously. Yes. Oh, I just hate it. Th those ones are very, very difficult. Like, this has to be one of the most difficult ones because there are just so many details. And guess what? You're not going to be able I was barely able to write it all. And I had 10, 10 goddamn fingers. You have one hand. Okay? And so you're going to have to cut your losses, but you're going to have to adapt. Okay. God damn, that hurt. Whew. Yikes. So, when you're ready, we'll talk about notes and all that good stuff later. But at the same time, you know exactly what's cracking. <laughs> so, Astrid, let's go. Shit, she looking at me like, hell yeah, I'm ready right here. Now-a-days. Okay. Now-a-days. Now-a-days. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready, set, go. Okay. The lecture explained what watering is. Uh, first of all, it's, it's just like what it causes, like huge rocks to break. And this could be for many reasons, like air, water, and temperature. The lecture gave us two examples. One, it was because of water, water. when this one gets froze, it will expand and will cause or lead like the watering of the rocks. That means that it will break. The other example is when plants grow on top of the rocks and most of the time these rocks have some cracks. So the roots of the tree will go look inside of the rock looking for nutrients and will cause the crack also of the rock. Those are the two examples that the professor gave us in this lecture. Oh, 55 seconds. You didn't talk about the water, cold environment, water freezing inside, rock with small opening, rain's getting to crack it at night. Because I thought it's going to take me too much. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to go giving all of the examples. But well. You have a reintroduction. It felt like you were reintroducing the idea for some reason. 
You know what I mean? It felt like you were reintroducing it. Like, okay, the first, uh, you said uh, one example, the professor gives this and that. Mm-hmm. And also it was the 60 second introduction that mm-hmm. was a little bit, uh, I think that kind of ultimately set the tone because the introduction was too long. Now, if you had said the lecture gives two examples to how weathering, uh, to how weathering happens uh, with rocks or whatever, you know, and then I would say, you know, go into occurrence number one, often exposed to water, right? Rocks are often exposed to water. And then the next one is about plant growth. So if you had fit those, I, I don't know, there's, 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 you know, some structural things that we could have done. Um, we missed out on that entire example. That's going to hurt you real, real, real bad. Uh, okay, but, you know, you're able to talk about the, you know, the plant growth, the deep inside, you had all that, but then you hurried up and hurry, 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 hurry. And you already going into the second example at 35 seconds without talking about any water. I know you took notes on water. taking my time. That's true. Take your time, okay? Did you did you take notes in regards to the water? Okay, all right. So you took notes in regards to the water, but you didn't. Okay, all right. There it is. That's the big one. I know. Don't cry. Don't when cry. the temperature <laughs> drops, the water will expand. It led to the watering. That means crack. All right, that's yours. All right. Let's see how the other ladies do it. All right, who's ready? Anelli. Okay. Uh, yeah. The, lec- <laughs> the lectures explains about how the rock can be transformed uh, by two processes, and this is the watering. The first uh, example that the lady explained is about how weather can ch- affect the rock. Uh, for every time when a rock is uh, around water and then the uh, temperature drops off at night, this water inside of the rock can expand during this uh, evening and then can even when every time that is you know repeating the same process the rock can be transformed and and it can break pretty easy the other way that this can affect a rock is about how plants can grow inside of the rock uh, that means that the root uh, is going to be growing inside. And then this is process is not going to be day by day. It takes more time to change the, uh, the rock. Oh my God, Adele. She did the opposite of me. She told Morgan about yeah. the first yeah, one. She and more about the that one. Now, if Anelli didn't give five seconds of introduction going into the second mm-hmm. example, she said that if she would say the other reason was about plant growth. So roots can grow into the rock and this can cause it to fracture. So let's say a tree is growing on top of a rock. Enough dirty, enough dirt in the crack or on top of the rock. Yeah. I don't even know what I wrote here. Fuck it. Okay. So yeah, anyways, it, 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 there you go. There you go. Like I said, this one had a lot of notes. And so Adeli, how do you feel you did? I did better in this in this in this one. I think so. I it is only, you know, I have to finish or conclude my my speaking and and I will be fine. Right. And so you're gonna have to adapt. When it hits 50 seconds, you're gonna have to skip everything and go to the bottom immediately. That's what you gotta do, okay? Okay. Okay. That I was, will. That, that was all right though. Now, Astrid to point it out, she had a second uh uh, uh had a seven-second introduction. She had a beautiful transition and then she was into the heart of it very quickly. Nice coherence leading into that. Nice coherence in the first 15 
seconds. You, you had 17 seconds saying, you know, weathering, you know, just like, you know, rocks breaking and shit, you know, fucking <laughs> you know what I mean? And so what we got to do, we got to make that a little bit better. You feel me? You feel me? Okay. All righty. All righty. So, Soleil, it is your turn. Welcome to hell. Okay. Shall I get you a seat? Okay. The lecturer talk about weathering, which is explained by two examples. To illustrate, she explained that weathering can affect rocks by, ex by exposition of air, water, temperature, and organisms. Firstly, rocks can be affected by water when, uh, by water which can break rocks when temperature drops at night. That cause expands causing an opening or a crack. Second, uh, plants can grow and roots can grow inside rocks, which can cause fractures. As a result, roots can grow deeper and bigger inside rocks, causing them a break. That's it. <laughs> Those are the examples. <laughs> Those, were the examples. Those were the examples. You have to conclude it. I did my two examples. I explained but both. You need to say those were the two examples that she mentioned. Oh, I didn't do conclusion. You could, especially to, because you finished at like 49 seconds. Yeah, I did. your first example like at well, 30 but that seconds. Was, I wasn't, I just explained the two. Okay, all right, one. Let's go. Keep going. Very, very good. Very good overall especially with Soleil. The thing is, you need to put more language in there. You went through that first one real quick. You could have extended it by saying, okay, when the temperature drops, the water inside freezes it, it expands outward, causing it to break or causing it to get bigger, then they ultimately break off. The second like idea more was about specific, plant growth. Right? right, right. A little bit more specificity with Soleil to expand, obviously, all the way up to that one minute mark and she's at a fucking 27, no doubt. All right. And so I love it because each of you remember that she's ways. taking the test in one week. Oh, one my God. week. Oh, hey, 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 hey. No, sorry. That's Mexico. Two I know. Weeks. Oh, God, I know. OK, so hey, two, two weeks. OK, sorry. <laughs> I love Soleil. Two weeks. <laughs> I love Soleil. Oh, my God. Soleil and Ashton. Oh, Jesus. They're my favorite people in the world. Astrid, right leave there. me alone. You <laughs> what about me? I said Ashton and Soleil. Adele's the one at the barbecue. Everyone's talking. No studying, okay? All right? She's at the barbecue, all right? <laughs> leave me alone. With the chicken. Right, she got the chickens at the barbecue, too, okay? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chingada. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Ready, set, go. All right, here we go. Two developments that, uh, this is another very hard one, all right? So, separate, it's gonna be very similar to this. So here we go, let's do it. Tres, oh, how about, how about this? Ichi, ni, san. Oh, Japanese. Listen to part of a lecture in a history class. So, most cities of the ancient world tended to be small, often limited to the banks of a river. They had very little means to expand. These old cities couldn't really cross natural barriers like rivers or be located very far from water sources. But Roman cities, on the other hand, grew much larger. How did this happen? 
For one thing, the Romans had more advanced technology. Let's look at a couple of Roman developments that allowed their cities to expand. One development that allowed Roman cities to grow was their advanced building materials. The Romans developed a special kind of concrete, a building material that would harden under water. And this concrete made new kinds of structures possible. Take their bridges, for example. Because of this special concrete, they could build better bridges, bridges that could go across wide rivers, bridges that were big enough to transport equipment and materials with wagons and carts. So with these strong bridges, Roman cities could grow on both sides of the river, creating larger cities than would have been possible otherwise. Another development that helped Roman cities expand was an improved way to move fresh, clean water. People need access to fresh water, and the Romans created an especially effective way to bring it to them. They built structures called aqueducts. Now, aqueducts are a series of open channels, waterways that stretch from water sources high in the mountains to cities. They were carefully planned and built so that a steady drop in altitude provided a steady flow of water to cities. These aqueducts could move a tremendous amount of water over great distances and even bring fresh water to places far from rivers. Because of this, people could have clean water for drinking and bathing without being located near a river. So cities were able to grow larger in new locations. Oh, like I said, another very difficult one. I am preparing you hard so when you do the test, it is much easier. A few of my students have already taken the test over the past week. And they said, oh, this is relatively easy. I didn't know. Our training was hard. I said, good. <laughs> okay. Oh, Astrid, look, she already ready. She ready. Astrid, she say motherfucking puede, okay? Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see how you do. I'm ready when you are. Okay, me? You? Me? You. That's okay, right. well, let's do it. Well maybe, well, maybe we should go Soleil first to put her on the spot. Why me? If that's oh, just ready. Because you don't have time to prepare like that in a test. Go that's ahead. You're taking true. the test tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know how to say smack in Spanish. Leave but... me alone, Astri. <laughs> leave, leave me alone. Go ahead, go ahead, porque como hacía de última tenías tiempo para prepararte más. No. Okay. You first now. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Ready, set, go. Okay. The lecture talked about ancient Roman cities. Damn. He gave, gave two examples of it. One, the first one talked about small limited cities that are close to rivers. And the second one about big cities, they're not that close of rivers, but have better development. I, I don't know, <laughs> Miguel, they got. What are you talking about, girl? I got nervous, I got Oh nervous. my God, the first special. one was about building materials. The second one building was materials about building materials. I got it all here. I, I, you better, you better get, you better get that together, girl. You better get yeah. it together. You gotta make me nervous. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley is the problem, you know. 
Okay, I'm not going to say nothing. But next time you're close again. Okay, so like you're going to do it again, but not now. We're going to go to one of the others. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger. Oh, now we. Okay, I'm ready. The lecture explained about how Austin cities were able to expand. And the, for example, the lady expressed about uh, how the Romans were uh, have these building materials and they can build uh, bridges and that let those uh, people who live in the city live in both sides of the river so they can they can have access to to expand the other uh, 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 the other one was about the aqueducts she was mentioning that about how water can bring from far away through the city using the aqueducts and the romans were very uh, geniuses about how to bring the water and that the people cannot go far away from there and these are the two reasons that the lecture mentioned about how a city can be expand or can be progress. Adele, how do you feel you did? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the aqueducts. Now, the thing is, you didn't talk about mountains to cities. You didn't talk about the drop in altitude, how the flow oh. of water to the city. And the result of that was bringing clean drinking water so that people can drink water and bathe and allow the cities to grow. Those were, well, now I'm not going to be, I know you're not going to be able to write all those details. That's okay, but that's a substantial No, I wrote amount. those, but I was more afraid that I'm going to be run out of time. I wrote everything. You did it how... in 23 seconds. Look. <laughs> wow. I... You, but there, girl. You, girl, you ladies need to calm down. Okay, because Adele did her first thing in 23 seconds. She literally had one sentence in regards to the building materials. It was literally one sentence. I heard it very, like, I was listening with the- Okay, okay, don't say nothing else because I'm going to be me and then you can do a review of all. Take your time with it, okay? Take your time with it, okay? All right, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be Okay. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Soleil, pressure her. Give her pressure, Soleil. Come on. Say, yeah, hey, yeah, hurry, yeah, up, yeah. Yeah, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. So we can do another one. Come on. Hurry up. Uh, oh, that's okay, true. Okay, we go. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. The lecture was about how, how Roman, cities, Roman cities were expanding. They compare it with the Asian cities that were small and they can cross the natural bridges. But Roman have a benefit that they create a really good technology. The two examples that she mentioned about this technology was building materials because they create a concrete that could do really good under the water and these provide them the uh, opportunity to build bridges that can, uh, where they can go through wide rivers and they can transport materials in wagons or carts. The other example that she mentions, it was about the improvement of how they move water. They create this called aqueducts that is an open chamber from mountains that can take uh, the water from mountains to the city. Uh, yeah. No, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, let's see the great decent place from decent and drink and whatever. You said, whoa, I said, no, whoa, what? At 50 seconds, Astrid, what happened? Talk to me. No, say. 
You got nervous because you were doing it. You said that moves water from and then who I thought I was it? running out of time too. I wasn't even looking really good. I was like, oh you my know, god, we, we need to I need to put the timer in here so I can No, I need to be checking the time and that's what you I need, need to, to be able and what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna put my notes here, size to the computer, and I'm gonna be doing this. Because that's if I go down and up, the time. I lost the time. Oh yeah, okay, absolutely. let's do another one. Let's do another one. Yeah, you know, yes, one, right? let's do Absolutely. One. And then you're going to be first friend, pero sin presión. Ooh. You're the first. Be prepared. Okay, let me, let me, who, me or Cele? Cele, pobrecita, porque se Ah, yeah, Cele, you need to do it because you're going to sit down soon. Pobrecita. Timer. Okay, all right, let's do it now. This is what you're going to no, do. No, it's not right? more than one minute, right? No, okay. one minute, probably about two minutes. The lecture, the lecture. Yeah, but you're right. The speaking is one minute. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Let's take some notes. Tres, dos, equis. Listen to part of a lecture from a geology class. So when we look at lakes, they seem to be permanent. We assume they'll be around forever. But in fact, lakes aren't permanent. They can actually disappear. Sometimes they disappear through natural processes and sometimes because of human activities. First, let's look at one way lakes can disappear naturally, and that is by gradually getting filled in with organic sediment. This often happens with lakes that have lots of plants growing in them. When the plants die, they break down into a muddy substance which falls to the bottom of the lake. They're then replaced by new plants which eventually also die and fall to the bottom. And over the years, all this dead plant material builds up on the bottom of the lake. And as it builds up, it starts to fill up the lake, and there's less and less room left for water. And eventually, the lake gets completely filled in and disappears. Okay, and lakes can also disappear pretty rapidly sometimes as a result of human activities. For example, we know that farmers need water to irrigate their crops. And sometimes to get that water, they pump the water out of a nearby lake. They install pipes that run from the lake to their farms, and they pump the water out of the lake and into their fields. Now, that's okay if the lake is continually being refilled with rainwater or with water from streams that run into the lake. But if there isn't enough rainwater or stream water to replace the water the farmers take out of the lake, the lake will eventually dry up. That's the easiest of all of them. All right. Got it. That was good. She speaks fast. We didn't have any men. I, I think there were like three females today. I'm sorry. Whew. That was tough. Normally they, they speak very quickly and then it's just all over the place. All righty. Okay. All right. Woo-wee. It's late. Well, I'll try my best. Si se puede. Okay. Um, okay. Now? Yeah? Okay. Yep, go ahead. Okay, the lectures talk about lakes. 
and how legs are not permanent and how they can be the how they can disappear by natural or human activity first natural by natural activity there are organic sediments like plants who die in the bottom of the lake or a river which get replaced by new plants and then fill up the lake until disappear the lake with all this with all the waste secondly by humans um, hum farmers need water to clean the crops or use it in their farms so they take the water from the from the nearest lake or river if they take all the water they can also dry off faster this time i don't even look the theme so. all right well hey listen okay. i mean you know what's funny you it, it sounds like i don't know like a recording first organic sediment second yeah. human activity i'm like oh my god that sounds like the, some of those older recordings from like the 1950s you know what i i forgot where that comes from like a video game it's so funny <laughs> the introduction very good the opening very good then you started stumbling over your words your transition and then after that you know you, you didn't have that much time now you were going along with it Okay, but again, you're gonna have to be able to manage that time. You're gonna have to build up that inner coach, which is very easy to do, doing some practice in his homework. Not bad, Soleil, not bad. Okay, okay, let's go on to the next. Who's next? Thank you. I'm Anneli. I am. Okay, Anneli, let's go. You're up. Okay. You should talk faster. The lecturer explains about how a lake can disappear. She mentioned two examples, and the first one is about they can be for natural process. And she uh, suggested that when a plant is growing into the lake, it's going to die. And then these, these plants are going to build up in the bottom and they're going to fill it out with more plants and they're going to be run out of the space for water. The sec second uh, example that she mentioned is about human activities. And she also says that this one is more rapidly. Uh, the the way that this can happen is about they can the human is always using pipes to uh, get out of to to take out the water from the lake, and this is going to affect and if the water the lake is not going to fill it out again. And these are the two reasons that she's playing about how can that lake can disappear. Ah, uh, okay, all right, all right, Adeli, I'm gonna come back to you. You kept saying it's going, yes. it's going. I'll come back to you after. Let me have Ashton hurry up and go. Ashton, let's okay. go. One, two, three. Okay. The lecture is about how lakes can disappear. The professor mentioned two different causes. One, it was by natural process that it could be when this happened by filling in organic scent sediments, for example, with a plant died, this creates some muddy, uh, muddy like products. They will go to the bottom and, and they will be replaced with a new plant. But over the years, this will create a buildup that will go all the way to the top until that lake will disappear. The second example is about human causes that is produced for farmers that will uh, pump the water for their crops and this is okay if they have 
uh, ways to fill again the water of these lakes. But what happens if when it's not enough rain, this lake will disappear too because it doesn't have way to fill. Those were the two examples that Professor- No conclusion. You stop right there. That's okay. You don't need a conclusion. Okay, don't okay, go well, over. Go <laughs> over. Okay, yeah. That's a, stop right there. Okay, I didn't know what the last word was that you actually said, but to be honest with you, not bad, Astrid. Not bad. Okay, that's probably, now, you said muddy products, muddy substances. Okay, it breaks down into a muddy substance. That's okay. But to be honest with you, that was the most sound one you had given. All right, now, I love Soleil's introduction. Anneli, going to yours, you kept saying is going, is going, is going. No, we're going to talk about it in a past tense way. So, okay. normally... Filled in with organic substances. Lakes have lots of plants growing in them. When they die, they break down into this muddy substance. It falls to the bottom. It's replaced by new plants. They die and fall. Over the years, which Ashton has said, very good. All dead plant material builds up, fills it up, and then less, and then the less room there is for water until the lake is filled in completely with just fucking plants. Second, for human activity. And then uh, Astrid was able to actually carry herself all the way through all the way through. Now, obviously there are a couple of things, okay, a couple of tenses, but to be honest with you, considering that Ashton has already gotten a 25, if she does what she just did there, we're looking pretty, pretty, pretty good. Now, going back to Anneli, the biggest thing that you had was is going, is going, and then you lacked a couple of details, you know, towards the end of each of the speaking. Um, okay. You know, going back to Soleil, she, say, uh, she said, who die? And she was talking about plants or who? No, 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 that die. Plants that die, right? And not farm farmers, but farmland. I'm not exactly sure. We're talking mm -hmm. about the farmland specifically, right? They needed that water to pump back into their farms or, you know, or into their farmland, right? And so, wow. Nonetheless, ladies, honestly, do I feel comfortable? Fuck yes. We already built it from the ground. You got the bedrock. We already went topsoil. We got the building. Now it's all about just putting some nice little painting on the building and making it look all sexy. That's what our goal is. Okay. So okay. To, very good, ladies. Very good. First 